All right, guys, one, two, three, here we go. Can I get a little motivation, a little energy? I want you to be excited with me. This is Juan Santos over to Counselor's Journey, and we are going to dive into another episode all about teaching you, mental health professionals, how to A, start, B, grow, C, scale a six-figure counseling private practice without, without feeling overwhelmed. Let's do it. Let's dive into the episode. You know, every time I start one of these podcast episodes, I always want to start with a rap. And then I'm like, oh, how cool would it be to be like a rapper or a singer? <laughs> and, if, and if you only do, and I'll, I'll tell you what I do, or I'll show you what I do, the way you can listen, and you can laugh with me. So right whenever the mic starts, I'll go, mm, mm, my check, my check, here we go. DJ, spin it. <laughs> and then I'll start laughing at myself. <laughs> and you're probably laughing at me too. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think I would have made it too far in that industry. But you know what? I think I think I would have tried. Today's episode, um, as as you notice on the title, it's all about putting things into action. And oh man, you know I, I think this is one of the key areas that so many of us struggled with. I mean, I cannot tell you right now how many books I have on my Mac saved. You know, instead of published, how many articles I have saved instead of published. Or in my notebooks, I have these notebooks next to me, like one's yellow, one's blue, one's red, and each one represents like a different thing. So one of them is my creative ideas. And on there for creative ideas, I'll have like, oh, I want to create a course for couples that struggle with blank. And, or I want to create this workbook for co-parenting. And then I, like, if you're here with me, I have so much written down in there, but they're just sitting there. And they're just sitting there, and they're just sitting there, and they're just sitting there. Oh. And, and maybe you can relate to that stress. Maybe you can relate to that stress of, you know, there's probably so many things that you have that can be launched, that can be thrown out into the world, that can help at least one person. And, and, and I think there's a struggle. And I'll share my struggle, and I'll share the struggle that I've learned, you know, from different clinicians that have reached out for consulting. It's like this fear, you know, I am scared that if I put this thing out, it's going to suck. I'm scared that if I put this thing out, people are going to go like, wow, that shit is the worst, and I'm definitely not going to see you as a counselor. And, and that, that held me back, and it still holds me back in so many ways where I try to make sure I tweak things over and over and over. And I've had experiences, at least in my end, that I'll share these with you, where I have released product, I've released a, a quick book, or things like that, and have had a, a review on there where somebody was like, oh, this is not worth purchasing. And I'm like, no, shit. <laughs> that, did not go my, that did not go the how I was thinking. And, and I remember when I, when I got that review, I, I sat down with my wife, and she was like, some are going to like it, some are not going to like it. She's like, well, what, what was it like for you creating it? And I was like, I enjoyed it. It was fun. And then she's like, and why did you make it? Well, I wanted to help other people. I wanted somebody to read it and go, it's helpful. And then we talked for like an hour. We also had a couple of good beers. Um, but the important part is we talked, about for, we talked about it for a while. And it really hit home of, you know, when it was created, it came from a great place. And I think that's one of the most important things. That it's not coming from a place of I want to get rich. I want to make all this money. You know, we don't, when we pass, we don't take that with us. So that is not important. You know, I did it and I continue to do it. And hopefully you're on the same page of, you know, to serve, to help others, you know, to allow people to move forward in life, to allow my life to move forward. And when I got the review, that hit me. It hit me hard. I, I, I think I was down and, and I was like, I'm, I'm not putting anything else out there. You know, until it goes to like this, you know, thorough review process where the IRB board has to go in and, <laughs> and check it out and make sure they're good with it. But, you know, that's, I think those are, those are handcuffs that we don't want to hold ourselves to. You know, I do not want to hold myself to those handcuffs where 
I'm, I'm creating all of these things and you're creating all of these things and we're just waiting for the perfect moment. Because my friends, we, we share it with our patients day in and day out. There is no perfect moment, right? There's, there, there's no perfect moment. And, and, and I repeat that to myself. And I remember when, when I say it in, in, in therapy sessions or whenever I'm with some of the uh, co-counselors at the group practice and we talk about how important it is to know that, you know, that level of perfection is not real. And, and we should accept ourselves for our genuine, authentic self. Yet, you know, I, I find myself, and, and so many times I find myself with other clinicians when we talk about, you know, what are you creating? And I had this recent one, this individual um, from uh, Iowa, and uh, she was sharing with me that she's reading a workbook, and she's like, but it's, but it's not where it needs to be. And I was like, what does that mean? And she's like, well, I don't know, it's just not perfect. And I was like, well, how long have you been working on it? Well, I, I've been working on it, you know, off and on for a couple of years. And then we read through it, and I thought, I, thought, I thought it looked great. We had other people look at it, I thought it looked great. But she just wasn't ready to put it out there. And, you know, when we got down to it, it was those handcuffs. It was the handcuffs that we put on ourselves of it's not perfect, so I can't put it out there. Or I'm scared that people are going to find some sort of flaw in it. And, and something that I remember my supervisor telling me, this is um, way back in the day, Dr. Dr. Doc. So shout out to you, Dr. Robin Doc, in uh, North Carolina. And she had shared with me. And she's like, you know, whenever you're in a counseling session, I'm probably going to butcher the words, but this is how I remember it. Whenever you're in a counseling session, do you try to pretend to be somebody else? Like whenever you're, whenever you're, you know, engaging in, in, in counseling or psychotherapy for your patients, you know, you're trying to present like you're this almighty knowing person, superior to the other person. I said, no, no, no. Are you trying to, you know, show them that, that you don't go through shit in your life? I said, well, hell no, fuck no. I go through some shit in my life. And then she's like, all right. So whenever you're in there, you're, you're, you're authentic you. I said, yeah. You know, meaning that sometimes you may stutter. Sometimes you may go, oh, I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't know the answer. I gotta look this up. I said, yeah. She's like, good, good. It's important. It's important to be you, because when you when you are you, people see how real that is, and they connect to that, and there's strength and empowerment, and all those beautiful things that Brene Brown says. There's, it's all in there when you get to be your authentic you, and you don't hold yourself back, or you don't pretend to be something that you're not. And then, you know, I found myself later in life, you know, with a lot of support from my wife and from colleagues, translating that into creating products. You know, creating products and being able to say, okay, I got to put things into action. Instead of having all of these documents saved on my MacBook or all of these ideas saved in my in, in my in my notebooks, you know, around me, you know, I, I got to get into the system of saying, okay, I'm going to work on this one thing, and I'm going to put it out there, and I'm going to put it out there when I feel that it's ready, and, and I'm going to make sure that I'm not holding myself back in any way, that I'm not I'm not saying, you know what, this is not ready, or this is not perfect enough, or this is not shining enough, or or or, or you know, it needs a little bit more of this, a little bit more of that, and and it took a while. And as you notice, I started this episode being really, really honest with you that I have a lot of safe shit on my laptop and I have a lot of saved ideas on my notebook. So I'm still a work in progress. And, and that's what's beautiful about not being perfect, that we are a beautiful, right? We are beautiful. We are transformational. And we are this amazing piece of a working progress, right? And, and it makes me smile just thinking about that. And I hope that you see that in yourself, that you are amazing, that you are beautiful, that you are helping so many people. And, you know, for me, with all the support that I've had in my life when it came to not just... Um, receiving that from a counseling end or receiving it from a business end, it's being able to say, okay, I'm going to put this product out there and I acknowledge that it's not, it's not going to fit well with some people. Just like if I'm doing a counseling session, it may, you know, it may not be a good fit, whether it's from the counseling end or from the client end. And that's okay. That's okay. I mean, that's relationships. You have a friend, it's a good fit. You may have some friends in your life and it wasn't a good fit so that relationship reached a happy ending, you know, a necessary ending. And when we have these products, and you have so many of them that you probably want to put out there into the world, when you have them, I want you to think about that. You know, it's okay if this is not a good fit for everybody. It's okay if some people don't like it. It's okay if some people throw it away or, or write, wow, 
Was this person real about this? The worst, right? It's okay if that happens because that is not a reflection of you. That's just them sharing their opinion. That's just a subjective view there. And what's important, I think, is for us to kind of, you know, take a step back and look at, you know, what am I creating? Why am I creating it? Am I holding myself back in any way? Is my fear, you know, holding me back in any way? And then if it is, you know, working to get past that. What has helped me to get past that is tiny leaps with a lot of support around me. So I'll kind of walk you through the process so it makes sense. When I have an idea on a product, I try to say, okay, this is what I want to work on. I tell my wife about it because she is my ride-or-die partner of accountability. And if you didn't know about me, I have a little bit of a, not a little bit, I'm probably up there super high on the ADHD. <laughs> Look at me trying to be uh, modest. <laughs> now, yeah, me, me uh, ADHD was probably designed after me. Now, steering away from that, let's kind of go back a little bit before I start cracking myself up. She keeps me on check. You know, she's like, all right, what are you working on? Not a thousand things, one thing. So then that really helps me. So I want you to think about in your life, you know, for you, who do you need to tell that you're working on blank so they're able to help you with accountability? If it's me, reach out to me. I'm going to be there with you. I'm going to ride with you until we get that thing going. And then I want you to create a plan on how you're going to launch it. You know, how you're going to put it out there into a world. I want you to write down fears that you have. And, and that was something for me that was really interesting. You know, I, I wrote down, I'm scared of that. One of my biggest fears, and, and I still have this, this is one of these notebooks, that I create something and then it will, it will just be so shitty <laughs> that people will stop wanting to seek therapy from me. And, and that one, it, you know, for me, it haunted me for, some, for, for, for so long. And, in my, in my, and I'll have colleagues and, and different patients that have um, seen the products that have been created and, and used them. And they share, they share, share things with me that have been very supportive. But I think something that stands out as the most, you know, just black and white a fact is, you know, the counseling practice is thriving, it's doing so well. You know, all the clinicians and practitioners are growing. We're happy. We're content. Uh, we're very blessed. And I have to remind myself of that, that, you know, if the products don't go well, it doesn't mean that this is going to go downhill. You know, these things are very separate from, from, from each other. and They're going to grow in, in individual ways. So hopefully that's able to help from your end. The other point I kind of want you to think about when it comes to putting things into action is a lot of it has to do with mindset. You know, if you notice today, this episode heavily focused on mindset, you know, building that motivation related mindset, entrepreneur mindset, grit, you know, check out Angela Duckworth um, on YouTube. She talks really well about that topic. Um, Brene Brown, vulnerability, being authentic. It's developing that mindset so that you're able to say, roll my sleeves up. I'm going to put this out into the world. It's going to help at least one person. And from there, I'm going to continue to tweak it. And that's the last one I want to talk about. I want to talk a little bit about is that continuous adjustment. There's a course that I have. It's called um, Navigating Immigration Evaluation. So maybe you're familiar with that. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm a huge advocate when it comes to uh, the immigration community. Myself, I came from the Dominican Republic, migrated here as a child. Um, parents came in their um, 30s. And, and some of my family have migrated here and, and those around us. Um, so it's, you know, just like you, you probably have areas as a clinician that, you know, you feel really strongly about. This is one of mine. So I teach clinicians, you know, therapists, social workers, um, psychologists, etc. all the individuals in that um, umbrella of mental health. I teach them how to write, uh, how, how to conduct immigration evaluations, how to add that service, that niche to their uh, practice. Uh, if they're interested in that. And it took years for me to publish that and to put it out there as a product. I was scared. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I was really scared. I was nervous. I was like, man, 
these are these are <laughs> these are going to be you know colleagues of mine that are going to check this out. Some of them got you know way more credentials than me. Some of them are way older than me. You know, at that point, I didn't even have a beard. I'm walking around like a 20-year-old with no beard looking like a child. <laughs> just just kind of cracking myself up here. So so that's just, you know, that's that inner voice I'm sharing with you, that that, that worry, that scary, you know, scared, that fear. That's what I felt. And maybe you feel that when, you, when you're about to put something out there to the world. So hopefully we can connect. And I put it out there. And and I remember, I, and, and the course I created with, with a colleague, an immigration attorney here in the Greensboro, North Carolina area, um, and, and we, got, we got to talk, and I got talking with other people, too, about tweaking. And, you know, and, and that, hit, that, that really helped me. It hit home with me, knowing that I can create something, and I can always tweak it. And it doesn't have to be perfect. So I threw it out there into the world, and it, it's done really well. I mean, I've had so, so much amazing feedback from maybe listeners here on the podcast, if you've taken it, and other individuals all, all around the U.S. You know, some individuals even outside the U.S., you know, have checked it out. And it's such a beautiful blessing. And in the course, you know, I go in there and I tweak it. I try to tweak it, you know, as often as I can. Just because things are changing, right? Things are always changing in the mental health world. Things are changing in immigration law. Things are changing in, in, when it comes to culture, understanding of culture. So I'm always going in there and tweaking. And for me, hopefully this helps you. When it comes to putting things into action and, and knowing that I don't have to be perfect. And knowing that I, have, I don't have to wait forever. You know, as, as soon as I feel like it's ready, I can throw it out there. You know, no different, and, I, and I'm going to go on a tangent just for a second. I want you to ride with me. No different than what you did and what I did. We went to graduate school. We did our practicum hours and our internship hours. And then we jumped into the world, right? We started to work with people. And, you know, at that point, you know, we're, we're like a spring chicken. You know, we're young. We're novice. You know, if you look at all the experience that you have now compared to it, it's a huge difference. Yet you rode that wave, right? You kept going. You kept trucking. And I think that I think that's what helps me when it comes to knowing that I could tweak things, that I can create a product and I can put it out to like the immigration course. And then I have that space to say, you know, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stand up and I'm going to go above and beyond, just like I do in the counseling um, realm and all other realms. And I'm going to tweak and adjust. And that has really helped me when it comes to putting things into action. So... I want, you, I want you to take a step back. Let's take a step back. I want to give you a big hug and I want to thank you. I want to thank you for listening to today's episode. I want to thank you for being here with me for, you know, for the work that you're doing, for serving others. And as you're serving others, my friend, please, please always take time to take care of yourself. You know, whether it's a pedicure or a manicure, you know, go, go to the spa, go to the beach, go to the lake. There's so many times that I recommend that to, to individuals that I serve on, on self-care, self-care. And then I'm like, Juan, when are you doing some self-care? Uh, and, and I can't remember if I shared this before here on the podcast, but I'll share it again. I remember I was doing um, a, a session, and then I had an individual shared with me, and they were like, "You know, I think you need, I think, I think self care is something you, you, I want you to do a little bit more of." And I was like, "Whoa, <laughs> you know!" But but this also was amazing, you know, when when we get to do this type of work that that it's this really genuine relationship from both sides. They see us, we see them. Um, so it was a little bit of a tangent there. You know, I want to thank you for being a listener. I want to thank you for listening to the podcast or being here with me genuinely, you know, from the bottom of my heart, from the bottom of my soul, all of me, I want to thank you for listening. I want to thank you for encouraging. Every time that I get on here, it feels like I'm there with you, like we're sitting in a room and we're talking about a different topic. Um, and today's topic, of course, is putting things into action. I want to thank you for connecting with me, for being a listener. One, um, 
one kindness I'd, I'd love to ask if you're willing to is to um, hop on whatever server that you use to listen to your podcast. If it's a if it's Apple um, or whatever, uh, Stitcher, whichever one, and, and leave a review. Let me know what you are learning, what you're taking away from these episodes. Let me know if there's something you want me to talk about. Those reviews, they help to push the podcast a little bit higher up on the ranking so that it's easier for people to find it. So like if somebody searches online, you know, how to start a counseling business, um, these, you know, this free resource is here. And I don't know about you, but I struggled a lot, you know, starting my counseling practice. So just being able to hopefully have people listening and then maybe you guys are struggling less and you're able to focus more on serving and living your best life. That brings so much happiness to me to know that you're able to show up for your patients. You're happy. You are happy. You are happy. You're not stressed. You're not overwhelmed. You know, those those things I dance with way too much in the very beginning, feeling alone in an office, feeling overwhelmed, feeling stressed, you know, being the therapist, a the janitor and everything else. It, it, it was a lot. So I hope that you're taking away nuggets in these episodes and you're able to have a thriving, successful practice. Yes, from that financial end, but also from that um, place of service and, and structure and logistics. Thank you as always. Have a beautiful day, my friends, a beautiful day. As you head out today, guys, I want you to give yourself a big old hug, a big old high five, because listen, you're doing it. You're taking time out of your day to build your six-figure private practice. You are tapping into ambition. You're tapping into curiosity, and you're doing it here together. We're holding hands. We're walking on this journey, a private practice journey. Before you head off, do me a kindness. Leave me a review. Let me know what you think about this episode. Let me know which episode really stuck out to you. Which one made you go, yes, I need to start doing a little bit more of that. Or yes, I am doing that and I'm proud of myself for doing that. I am seeing amazing changes. Thanks again for listening and I look forward to growing together on our journey.